<laughs> Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to the Ascension. As always, I am your Archangel, bringing you Episode Eight of the Ascension: Unity. Before I begin, I just I want to thank all of you. You know, we've reached our eighth episode. You know, we've talked about numerous topics since I've been doing this. We've talked about systematic racism. We've talked about the five levels of humanity and the different types of individuals that you'll meet over the course of your life journey. You know, we've talked about removing toxic individuals and situations from your life so that you can descend and progress through your lifestyle. We've talked about not holding yourself back and holding yourself in a state of stasis because you're worried about things that are beyond your control. That is, uh, you'd be surprised, statistically speaking, how many people find an early death because of stress-related issues, because they allow stress to weigh them down. They allow stress to hinder them from their growth and becoming the individual they were destined to be. Uh, and I just wanted to touch on that real quick. But I'm prefer- let me preface this podcast with this. No matter what you do in life, you know, whether it's your career choice, whether it's your relationship with your significant other, maybe it's a, your relationship with your family, maybe the way that you treated a loved one before they passed away, whatever it may be, no matter what you do, you may view yourself as the worst person in the world. You may view yourself as the best person in the world. It does not. Others may view you as one of the best people they've ever had the pleasure of meeting. I'm a prime example. I, I get compliments all the time, but there are still a group of individuals that always have something negative to say about it, and that's fine. I've accepted that a long time ago. No matter what you do, whether it's whether you're helping others or hindering others, there will always be someone that has something to say about it. That is something that is beyond your control. And I'm, I'm leading with that because what I'm going to talk about today ties directly into that. No matter what you do, whether you do a lot of good people, eventually someone is going to turn on you or someone's going to have something negative to say about it. And you have the choice about how you choose to deal with that. You can either rise above it and continue to progress, or you can hold yourself in a state of stasis and allow them to tear you down internally and hinder you from becoming the person that you were meant to be. You know, over the last eight episodes or so, you know, we've talked about life you know, we've, we've talked about the different elements that we experience in life. And I want you to know that I am very appreciative of all of you for tuning in here at The Ascension. Because you have been just as beneficial to me as I hope that I have been with you all. And I, for the most part, I've received nothing but positive feedback. So I am grateful to all of you for that have continued to listen. Let me start with this. But let me get on topic. Because, you know, I've... I, I, I always do my little intros and I, I digress a little bit. Drew Brees, NFL quarterback. He is the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. For those that know me, I'm a big sports fan. I played a, I've been playing sports my whole life. Uh, my favorite sports, of course, you know, football. When I say football, I mean soccer. You know, I mean, I love American football, too. Uh, you know, I'm a Cali boy, so I surf. <laughs> I know a lot of you probably aren't used to that. But, yeah, I love surfing, too. That's, that's basically my best sport. But, you know, say la vie. Anyway, and I will, let me preface this with saying that, full disclosure, I am a New Orleans Saints fan. So let me just tell you this. I am speaking from the, from the perspective of a New Orleans Saints fan. But other that all to the side, this is more about 
life and lifestyle choices. So let me just make it very clear that even though me being a fan of the New Orleans Saints has nothing to do with what I'm about to say regarding this topic. Drew Brees, he is the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. As you all know, we are dealing with a very tough time in our society. We are, you know, as far as the sociological makeup of our society. You know, we've, we've got... We've got events and individuals in, in positions of power trying to turn us against our brothers and sisters, trying to make us hate each other. You know, we, and we see injustice done on TV, and our initial reaction is to rile up and get firing mad, go out there and yell, scream, and beat our chest. I'm telling you now, listeners, that is not the way to deal with the situation. I am all for peaceful protest. I believe that is, that is our right as American citizens and citizens of the world. Because I am a firm believer of the philosophy that you have to speak up in order to be heard. If you do not speak, no one will hear you. And that is a fact. Drew Brees had some comments that, that were made about, about kneeling. Uh, they came back up. I'm going to read you the articles first, and then I'm going to give you my opinions on the men. But Drew Brees is a very close friend of mine. Okay, I know him and his wife, Brittany, very well. And they are probably two of the most giving individuals that I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. I'll be very honest with you. They, they give their fortune away like it's nothing. And they, because they believe they genuinely, they, they subscribe to the Christian philosophy that you give freely because the Lord will bless you with more. Now again, I, I'm no longer a follower of Christianity, but that's, I mean, I love that philosophy. Like I said, I am a monotheistic spiritualist. So I subscribe to each of these different elements of, religion, of, of certain religious views. So let me just touch on that briefly as I was saying he and his wife Brittany they give freely they have done so for many years Drew Brees is one of the highest highest rated quarterbacks in the NFL he has been so for years at a time I mean and that has not changed yet and still he takes pay cuts to make sure that his his teammates get taken care of when he does get his 50 and 60 and 100 million dollar contracts what does he do he put it right back into his city the, new, the city of New Orleans, the Crescent City, you know, the city that was just a few years ago was devastated by Hurricane Katrina and is still in the process of rebuilding to this very day. Yet and still, he and his wife literally helped rebuild that city from scratch. OK, that's a little background information. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read you several articles that detail the situation that occurred with Drew Brees. And then I'm going to give you my thoughts on this and why we as a society have got to maintain together in this. And it doesn't matter whether you are black, whether you are white, whether you are yellow, green, pink, purple. It does not matter. This is a time where we have got to stand together or the powers that be sitting at the top will tear us apart and destroy everything that our society is supposed to be built on. The foundations that our society is built on will be torn apart. I'm telling you right now, listeners, and that is not, you have to really step back for a second and look at yourselves in the mirror and ask yourself, is this the world that you want for yourself, for your loved ones, for your children, should you have them? Is this really the world that you want them to grow up in? If it is, then sit back and watch, watch the smoke. If it is not, though, if you're like me and you feel that we are truly not living up to our potential as a society, and when I say a society, I am simply not referring to the United States of America. Let me make sure that I make myself clear. I am referring to this on a global scale. Whether it be in Germany, Egypt, Venezuela, where I'm from, it does not matter. We have got to stand together or we will fall separately. And that is just, I mean, that, there's no other way for me to put it.
So now, with further ado, let me go ahead and read these articles. Okay, the first article, okay, it says, the title of this article, it was done on June 4th, 2020. It says, quarterback Drew Brees criticized for disrespecting the flag combat. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees faces backlash after he said he would never agree with anyone disrespecting the flag. He made the comment when he was asked about players kneeling in the NFL. This is from the host of the radio show, David Green. One of the NFL's most popular players has reignited the controversy over athletes kneeling during the playing of the national anthem. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees is facing a backlash after he implied protesters were being disrespectful and unpatriotic. In 2016, of course, former San Francisco quarterback Colin Kaepernick started the pregame demonstrations as a way to focus attention on police violence against minorities and social inequality. Here's NPR's Tom Goldman. Tom Goldman's byline. This is what he had. During an interview with Yahoo Finance yesterday, a reporter asked Drew Brees about Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick's protests have re-entered the national discussion in light of the turmoil over George Floyd's killing at the hands of the Minneapolis Police Department. Brees was asked about the possibility of NFL players kneeling again when and if the 2020 season does start, as it is currently in doubt over the COVID virus. And here are the sound bites. This is what Drew Brees had to say in regards to that question. I will never agree with anyone disrespecting our flag. Uh, I'm sorry. I will never agree with anyone disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Goldman then replies. Goldman then says, Breeze went on to say how during the anthem, he looks at the flag thinking of his two grandfathers who fought in World War II, risking their lives to protect the country and to make it a better place. The words were familiar to anyone who followed the Kaepernick protests. The on-field demonstrations turned into highly charged debates about patriotism rather than discussions about police brutality and social inequalities. Those who protested with Kaepernick repeatedly said they weren't against the flag or the anthem. And now Malcolm Jenkins is doing that again. Jenkins is a defensive back who has regularly protested. He recently signed with New Orleans, meaning he and Breeze are now teammates. Yesterday, Jenkins posted an emotional video response. And this is what Malcolm Jenkins had to say. Drew Brees, if you don't understand how hurtful and how insensitive your comments are, you are part of the problem. Jenkins responded to Brees' mentioning of his grandfathers being soldiers as well. This is what Malcolm Jenkins had to say about that. Because when our grandfathers fought for this country and served and they came back, they didn't come back to a hero's welcome. They came back and got attacked. In the wake of George Floyd's death, some prominent white athletes have acknowledged an obvious and potent reality. They don't understand the African-American experience. Breeze is known as a great teammate who talks about a brotherhood with his fellow players. But Jenkins says Breeze's embrace of brotherhood needs to extend beyond the field. Then Jenkins had this to say as well. Because when we step off this field and I take my helmet off, I'm a black man walking around America. And I'm telling you, I'm dealing with these things. I'm telling you, my communities are dealing with these things. And your response to me is, don't talk about that here. This is not the place. Where is the place, Drew? That was Malcolm Jenkins' response to Drew Brees. Dr. Harry Edwards is a longtime sports and civil rights activist. He has some advice for Drew Brees. This is what the doctor had to say. What would be effective, what would, be effective would be for him to sit down and talk to Chris Long. Uh, Chris Long is a retired NFL player. Uh, Chris Long was one of the few white NFL players to openly support Jenkins and other protesters. Edwards thinks Long has a lesson to teach. 
Edwards also said this, you simply have to take responsibility and realize that this burden on we, the people, to form that more perfect union doesn't mean the burden is on those black people to get that done. Goldman, the burden, Edwards says, is on us all. And this is what uh, Steve uh, Inskeep, the host of the radio show, had to say. A bit more in the story. Drew Brees issued a statement on his Instagram account later on in the day after the comments were made. Um, he said he wanted to, quote, apologize to friends, teammates, the city of New Orleans, the black community, the NFL community, and anyone I heard with my comments yesterday. He admitted making comments that were insensitive and missed the mark on the issues the country is facing and concluded by saying he recognized he should do less talking and more listening. Okay? Now, that's just a little bit of background information about what's going, uh, about the situation. Okay? Now, I'm going to give you Drew Brees' response, what Drew Brees had to say recently about that. Okay? This is exactly what Drew Brees had to say there. And this is an article. It says, Saints Drew Brees says reaction to U.S. flag comments was crushing. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees says he will continue to stand for the American flag, but respects and supports any form of peaceful demonstration, including kneeling during the national anthem by those protesting social injustice and systematic racism. I'll always stand for the flag because of what it means to me and to honor all those who have sacrificed, who have served and died for this country and all of those who have struggled to move this country forward. Brees said Saturday in a conference call with media to discuss the onset of training camp. I acknowledge and respect anyone who chooses to kneel or any other form of peaceful protest to bring attention to the social injustice and systematic racism that so many have endured and continue to endure in our country. Brees continued adding that he always will support and advocate for black and brown communities in the fight for social justice. The 41-year-old Brees, who is the NFL's all-time leader in yards passing, completions, and touchdowns, is entering his... Okay, that's not important. Those are just stats. Breeze became seen by many as a symbol of white privilege when he reiterated his long-held opposition to anyone kneeling during the national anthem, saying he would never approve of anyone disrespecting the flag. Those comments came as protests were proliferating across the country in response to a white Minneapolis police officer's video recording killing of George Floyd, who is a black man. Breeze faced a scathing backlash from several current and former black teammates and other high-profile athletes such as LeBron James. But the quarterback apologized soon afterward and said he realizes now that protesting by kneeling during the anthem initiated by former San Francisco quarterback Colin Kaepernick in 2016 was never about the flag. The week-long embargo placed Breeze at the center of a national maelstrom and made him the target of no less than Donald Trump, who targeted the future Hall of Fame quarterback in a series of tweets. I'm a big fan of Drew Breeze. I think he's truly one of the greatest quarterbacks. But he should not have taken, the, taken back his original stance on honoring our magnificent American flag. All glory is to be revered, cherished, and flown high. Yet and still, this man constantly disrespects that same flag that he's talking about on a day-to-day -day basis. But I will get to that later. Should be flown high. We should be standing up straight and tall, ideally with a salute or a hand on heart. There are other things you can protest, but not our great American flag. No kneeling. Those are comments from Donald Trump. Breeze, re Breeze revisited his June comments and his regret about making them on Saturday. To think for a second that New Orleans or the state of Louisiana or the black community would think I was not standing with them for social justice, that completely broke my heart. It was crushing. Never ever would I feel that way, Breeze said. And I'll be very honest, me personally, I, agree. I, I believe he truly means that, sincerely. 
I recognized that I missed an opportunity that day. I had an opportunity to talk about and emphasize the social injustices that exist for our black community and our need as country as a country to support them and advocate for systematic change. And my lack of awareness in that moment hurt a lot of people. Breeze added that he has had many conversations with teammates since then, and particularly in recent days, and that they have reconciled and put closure on anything from the past. And we are moving forward to focusing on the issues of social injustice that face really our entire nation. Breeze singled out safety Malcolm Jenkins, who made those comments earlier who had been among his harshest critics on social media before Breeze's public apology saying, I am a friend of Malcolm. I am his teammate and I am his ally. There are many things that we're having a conversation about working on together. All of our goals are aligned. Now, I just wanted to give you all some kind of background information about what was going on so I wouldn't just be speaking to you blindly. So you wouldn't be, li- I'm sorry, so you wouldn't be listening to me blind, blind or deafly or blindly, I should say. Now, let me tell you my thoughts on this. I love the way that that was concluded because he said, we are allies. We are brothers and our goals are aligned. I have family that have served in the military. My family is not originally from this nation. I'm an immigrant myself. I come from Venezuela. Okay. We had, it was very, it was very different for us get, to get citizenship at the time when I came to this country as opposed to how it is now. Yet and still. I've had members of my family fight for this nation, and I am a strong support of fighting for a nation that you call home that has given us this life that we have today. Never in my life would I ever think about blatantly disrespecting this nation in that manner. Never. However, as Drew Brees acknowledged after his comments, and as his, this is not about disrespecting the flag, and especially when you have an, ig- an ignorant son of a gun like that get up there and talk about some respecting the flag when he blatantly disrespects the flag every single day he opens his mouth talking about grabbing women by the pussies and everything else excuse my language but i mean that alone is not what this nation is built on this nation like many nations around the world has a dark history germany has a dark history china has a dark history japan has a dark history Russia has a dark history. Nations all over the world have a dark history. But it is not, that history does not have to define them. It can be used as a motivational tool for us to progress into the future and make a better nation for not just ourselves, but the generations that follow behind us. And the reason that I titled this particular podcast is Unity is because I want to talk about that unity. That is the only thing that is going to save us in this fight because there are forces at work here. And the higher up, higher upper echelons of society that want us to tear each other apart. It's like when you throw red meat to dogs. What do you think is going to happen? They're going to fight and they're going to tear each other's throat to get that red meat because they're hungry. And it starts to give in to that primal, those primal instincts that they have as canines. That's what they want for us. They're, this is basically the upper echelon throwing us red meat trying to get us to fight. When everyone saw that video of George Floyd getting killed... There were two different sects of society that reacted to that. There are some that tried to villainize the man and say, oh, the man was a criminal, so he deserved to be murdered, blah, 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 blah. Then there's another side that, that saw that as social injustice. Okay? There's always, there's always going to be two sides of a coin on any issue. It doesn't matter. That's balance in all things. But the issue is this. We have got to stand together. I know for a fact that this society that we live in, I have, because I watch very closely, I travel all around the world, I've been to different communities, I've seen how they live. It's very different than it is here, yes, but we all still have the same goals. For the most part, 
Society as a whole, I believe, leans towards empathy and love towards one another as opposed to apathy, hatred, vitriol. My life is good, so I don't have anything to worry about. If you didn't do it, then it's probably something you did wrong, and you, I mean, you deserve everything you get. That is not the way that I feel that we lean as a society. Now, there, are there certain elements like that within our society? Absolutely. But it's, it is our responsibility as the individuals that live in those said societies to rise above that. We, we cannot let them tear us apart. So they're sitting here trying to tell us to hate one another. For example, you know, you see a black man being killed on the news by, by white police officers. And the initial reaction is, oh, you see, it's white privilege. And, and then Drew Brees gives his statement. He misses the mark. He makes a mistake. And it's, oh, you see, it's white privilege. They don't stand with us. They don't stand. They don't stand with us. It's us against them. That's what they want. That's what the upper echelon wants us to feel. But let me let me tell you a little story about that. What if I didn't give you the preface on Drew Brees? What if you didn't know anything about Drew Brees? You would not know that Drew Brees and his family openly give not just to New Orleans as a whole, but to minority communities, not just black, but underprivileged, underprivileged white communities, underprivileged brown communities, underprivileged Asian American communities. They give freely to all. So to sit there and try, now the man made a mistake. The man missed the mark on the comment. That is true, and I completely agree with that. But to sit here and to try to villainize this man to the, point, to the extent that everything that he did did not mean shit is absolutely disrespectful in my, from my, in my point of view. Completely disrespectful. Because, like I said, I titled this Unity for a reason. And I preface this, you know, at the very beginning of this podcast, I was talking about no matter what you do, there will always be others that have something to say. This is a prime example. You can look, you can look up, for those of you that do not follow sports or that aren't really into sports like that, look, look up Drew Brees. And when I say look him up, I don't mean just look up the comments that I have detailed to you out here. I'm talking about look up, look up his lifestyle. Look how he's lived. And I don't mean just since he got into the NFL, not, since he, not just since he got to New Orleans. Look up his entire life from growing up in Texas, because he's from Texas. Drew Brees is a Texas boy. <laughs> That's probably why he's so good at football. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, you know, I'm a big, I'm a football guy, so. But no, he's a Texas guy. And just look at, you know, when he was in high school, it was always, man, you're too short, man. You know, you're good. He was very, like, he was a all, all state quarterback and all that. He was, he was one of the top recruits, but he was undersized. And they would always tell him that you can't do this, man. You're not, you're not going to be able to do this because, you know, you're, it's, not gonna, it's not going to translate to the next level. He went, you know, all the big-time scholarships went right over Drew Brees. Plenty of less talented quarterbacks than Drew Brees got to much bigger schools because of their, because of their size, and they figured they could fill out better as they got to the next level. Drew Brees blew them all the way. Just let, just let the record show that. But the, the, fact that, the point that I'm making is this. Even after missing the mark, and even after all the backlash that he received... For those comments that he made. Drew Brees, the first thing Drew Brees said was, Malcolm is my brother, he is my ally, and we stand together. And that is exactly the message that needs to be sent in these dark times that we face. As I've told you before, there are forces at work that want to see us tear each other apart, like those dogs, like the analogy that I made about dogs to red meat. But it is our choice as individuals whether to say whether or not we will allow or not allow that to take place. It starts with us people. This is our ascension. 
I want to stop just for a second. I want you all, all my listeners, to just, just think for a second, okay? Just think to yourselves. I want you to think about a situation that really got you angry. You know, maybe somebody doing you wrong or making a mistake, okay? And I want you to answer me, you know, maybe, and I want you to think about somebody close to you that, you know, that did something wrong to you, somebody that you thought you could trust, somebody that you thought that you loved or that cared about you or that was a friend of yours and that they did you wrong in some form or fashion and how you reacted to it. Maybe you reacted calmly and, you know, maybe you said, okay, we can move past this and, you know, cooler heads prevailed and you guys ascended together and moved past it and grew closer. But then there, there are other elements. You know, you got pissed off or they, they, they just kept pushing and you said, you know what, you're too toxic for me. I've got to cut you out of my life. And you never talked to that person again or you never saw that person again. And you never know what could have been. That is what we face as a society, but on a much larger scale. They want us to hate each other. They want us to tear us apart. You know, I know it's cliche to say to hear. There are certain people that say, oh, I don't see race. I don't. And some people use that as a cover. There are certain individuals that say, I don't see race. Man, I wasn't raised like that. They use that as a cover to, to hide their own personal bias towards people of color. But there are individuals that are like that because I am one. I was not raised to see race. I never have been. Never have been. I date all different types of women from all different walks of life. And not one time does their skin tone ever come into play to me. Unless I say, oh, she's got beautiful skin. Or, you know, I like, the, you know, she's got beautiful eyes or something like that. Yeah. But as far as that having anything to do with whether or not I would give them the time of day for a conversation or whether I would consider dating them if, if our roads crossed in that, no, not at all. That is just not the way that I am programmed. And, if, um, and a majority of people that I come into contact with, honestly, aren't programmed like that. Now they say, they may tell me, oh, you know, I've never dated a black guy or a girl will tell me I've never dated a, I've never dated a Latin guy or something like that. And I'm like, okay, I mean, like I said, maybe you grew up in that area. You know, there are people, like I have friends from all over the place. You know, I've got friends that grew up in the deep south. I have friends from South Texas. I've got friends from, from Germany, like certain areas where to them, you know, they just didn't, you know, when they grew up, they just didn't have a lot of black people around. So they didn't, that, that was really not, they didn't really have much of a choice. Now, I'm not saying that they wouldn't date a black person or somebody of a different ethnic group where they cross paths with them. Hell, I've seen people that grew up like that and then they take a trip one day and they, they fall in love. They love, they love different ethnic groups, you know. But the point is, it should not matter because we all bleed the same. We all breathe the same. And we are all individuals that have like-minded goals for the most part. Now, there are, other, there are some that differentiate from that. But as a whole, as a majority, we all want the same thing. And I know it's easy to get riled up when you see on the news, you see a, a killing that you view as unjust. Or you view... Are you, are you view like your community is not being considered like other communities? It's not given the same credence as other communities, you know, like not given the same credibility. I understand that. And you have every right to be angry. But sitting here, rallying up, getting mad at each other, saying, you know what, it's us against them. If you're not black, I don't have time for you. Or going, trying to gang up on certain individuals that have done nothing over the course of their entire life but give freely. And then they make one mistake, and then because of the tensions that we have within our society, your initial reaction is to jump on them and to pounce. I'm telling you right now, listeners, for any of you all that listen in to me intently, please do not take the bait. 
Is there racism out there in this world? Absolutely there is. Is there intolerance? Absolutely. Is there discrimination? Not just because of race, but because of religion, because of immigration status, because of a lot of other things. Absolutely there is. But we have a choice. Our choice is, do we want to let that be what defines us as we move forward? Because history will tell this tale at some point. You best believe. Look back. I mean, to this day, we, we have history lessons. And those that do not learn from the mistakes of the past are doomed to repeat them. That is a fact. And I'm, I, I, me, you know, as much as I, you know, people know me. For those of you that know me personally, you know I'm a giving man. You know, I travel all over the world and I give freely like it's nothing. And I will continue to do that because that's just who I am. It, like, I give to people, for example, and my buddies will be looking at me and say, man, you know she's just using you, man. You know, she just wants in your pocket, man. She wants, and you know, maybe. 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 That may be true. But I do not allow someone's ulterior motives to define who I am. Because when I'm dead and gone, I will be able to die happily, knowing that I live my life the way that I wanted to. I wanted to be a giving man. I wanted to be a loving man. I wanted to be the type of man that would not allow others to define me. And now again, that's just me personally. There are, I understand there are individuals that there are individuals that allow people to get them out of their element or they're they're more reactive. They re, they react to how communities or environments see them. I am not one of those. And I would hope that a lot of you listeners in time will grow to that as well. But again, that is just a hope of mine. But we all have like-minded goals. And for the majority, I know there are better, we all are better natured. We have a better nature inside of us. We are good-natured individuals. For the most part. The majority, we lean, for the, from the majority, our society leans towards empathy over apathy. So with that, I just wanted to touch on this Drew Brees situation because do not allow anyone to lead you by a, by a dog collar. To tell you who you, can, who you can stand with, who you can care for, and who you can unite with. Because we all bleed the same. I don't care if you are black, white, yellow, green, red, blue, purple, pink. It does not matter. We all bleed together. We all have like-minded goals. And we will ascend out of this darkness together. So with that, listeners, I want to conclude this episode of The Ascension by saying, Unity love each other, care for each other, take care of each other, and let us ascend together. Until next time, my friends, this is your Archangel, signing out.